Welcome to the KRWC Book Club, our installment for the month of January, each third Thursday of the month. We talk with local authors, we get insights on a book that they have written, sometimes new, sometimes part of their collection from uh, previous years, and then we have those authors, in turn, select the book for next month's book club. And it's all brought to you by The Book Break in Maple Lake. They are selling new and used paperbacks, sheet music, DVDs, and much more. Uh, Temporary hours at The Book Break, and that is Wednesday through Saturday, 10 to 4. Of course, be sure to wear a mask and follow safety precautions. And with that, we would like to uh, introduce our author for the month of January. We uh, told you last month that the book is How Do You Know He's Real?, Amy Hammond Hagberg is our guest, and Amy, good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Go Bison! Yeah, welcome to the book club. Uh, we were trying to figure out if uh, Amy's been a guest. Uh, I I think that you have, but it's been maybe a long time ago. So we're happy to. Uh, well, either... I have these senior moments, you know. <laughs> so I I can't say for sure, but I hope it was great. Yeah. I uh, I seem lately anyway to have senior moments that that go a whole week at a time. So I you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to have. Yeah, ha- for sure. Poor us. Yeah, uh, you're practically a neighbor to us. You're right uh, on Chatham Township here. Yep. Can you see me waving at you right now? Just about. But I, I know you're uh, you're very close by the uh, station here, so uh, it's nice to uh, to talk to you on the book club. Uh, tell us about the book. It's How Do You Know He's Real? Now, this is not um, a new book for you. Actually, this is kind of the one that really kind of catapulted you ahead. Exactly. Um, this is the first book I wrote. And, you know, I was a, um, I was a sales executive. And um, I actually, my daughter um, was in high school at the time. And she was uh, talking with a kid who lives across the lake from us and was trying to get him to go to youth group at the Covenant Church. And he uh, he looked at her, you know, and he said, oh, how do you even know God is real? Like, you know, kind of like she was a fool for wasting her time. And it, gosh, I, I couldn't let go of that idea. I was not a writer, you know, I had my degrees are in um, in English and uh, communications, so I could write, certainly, but God just kept saying, hey, I want you to prove to this Justin that God is real, and I'm a busy executive, 60-plus hours a week, traveling all over, and uh, I thought, well, how in the world am I going to do that? And it, it occurred to me that this kid wasn't going to listen to a, a preacher, um, but he, like many um, young people, worship celebrities, shoot like a lot of people of all ages do. And I thought, well, I'm going to reach out to some famous people and uh, let them tell me how they know God is real. And the day, the day that the book came out, she brought him a copy, and he just sat there stupefied that I had done that. So, yeah, that was kind of the beginning, and here I am, uh, 14 plus books later, and um, loving this writing life. Fantastic. Um, How Do You Know He's Real? Uh, Features uh, 34 different uh, celebrity reflections. 
Go ahead and drop a few names here of some of the folks that are in the uh, in the book. Well, um, we all know Charlie Daniels, who just passed away. Um, wonderful, wonderful man. John Schneider, who was in the Dukes of Hazard and a Broadway star. If uh, you are a Vikings fan, you're going to probably boo what I'm going to say next. But Kabir Baja Biamila, KGB, played for the Packers and was just really a thorn in our side and an amazing man. Billy Ray Cyrus, um, Gary Berghoff, who uh, played Radar on um, MASH, you'll remember that. Sure. Um, Kid Kid Johnny Lang, anybody who um, is about the same age I am, even later, really knew uh, uh, Kid Johnny Lang. So those are a few of them. A lot of uh, hockey players, uh, NFL players, Corey Koski, who played for the Twins, uh, Carrie Livgren, who was in the rock band Kansas. Um, oh, even a guy, Rudy Sarzo, he was the bass player for Ozzy Osbourne and Quiet Riot. That was interesting. Wow. Um, Nancy Stafford, she was on Matlock and St. Elsewhere. So just, oh, Peter, uh, Noel Paul Stuckey, who was Paul from Peter, Paul, and Mary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all kinds of people, and then I did a follow-up book after this that was called God Unplugged, and it was designed more for young people, and so I had, you know, BMX bikers, uh, uh, mountain bikers, rock bands, you know, kind of a fun group of people, skateboarders. Yeah. Uh, Amy Hammond-Hagberg is our guest on our book club this month on KRWC. We're talking again about the book, How Do You Know He's Real?, um, I want to remind our, our listeners here that if you want to uh, send an email question in, I'm monitoring our email here at studio at krwc1360.com. Can't connect you directly phone-to-phone with Amy, but I can uh, go in between here if you have a question. So uh, feel free to email that to us at uh, studio at krwc1360.com. All right, well, Amy, let's uh, talk a little bit about, you know, it's an interesting collection of folks, and I think what impresses me is the fact that it's, um, they're all celebrities, but it's kind of from all walks of life, you know, actors, musicians, um, sports celebrities, uh, but they all have kind of this underlying story to tell, or various types of stories. You know, um, I intentionally, when I wrote this, wanted to make sure there was something, a story, um, a type of celebrity that would appeal to everybody. I mean, there's a, I talked with a, an Academy Award-winning songwriter that probably no one has ever heard of, but he, you know, his story is a, it, kind of a universal story. People struggled with drugs and alcohol. Remember Gloria Gaynor who did I Will Survive? Sure. That was a huge disco hit. Um, it, you know, she struggled with drugs and alcohol, self-image, all kinds of adversity. Um, but at the end of the day, what really saved them was a relationship with God. And we all have that, that God-sized hole in our heart. And uh, these people are no better um, than any of us. They just have a different platform. 
So we all have a story, I think, inside of us very similar to theirs. Um, and I have always hoped that since the first day this book came out that I could impact somebody's life. And uh, that's just been a real blessing that it has. Tell us a little bit about how you went about uh, connecting with with all of these uh, different celebrities. Was it, uh, did you have some uh, background information that maybe they had uh, kind of a story to tell, or was it just kind of sending out some uh, stuff at random and, and seeing who might respond? Who might stick? Um, you know, I, uh, I had done a lot of research, thank goodness for the Internet, um, to find out who had a story. I, I was looking for Christian celebrities. And um, as time went on, I mean, it took me a long time to get this figured out. And um, once I kind of identified people, I think I had originally probably 200 folks on my list. And there was going to be a part three that I just haven't really gotten to yet. But I have interviewed about 120 people. And all I did was randomly, once I identified that they would have a good story, I wrote for a lot of newspapers and magazines at the time, freelance. I just, I just started sending emails to agents, to ball clubs, um, on websites. And, you know, people responded. And I had no writing credentials other than, you know, some magazines, but nobody knew who I was. You Googled Amy Hagberg, and there was a big zip. So the fact that some of these people got back to me, you know, I tried, this is a kind of a funny story. I tried to get to Gary Berghoff for a long time. I was a big MASH fan um, back in the day, still watch it sometimes. And I couldn't get through. I called his agent over and over again, sent emails. And one day I was just here at home and my phone rang. I didn't recognize the number, so I typically don't answer those calls. But on the other end of the line was this cute little voice, and he said, Hi, this is Gary Berghoff. I understand you're trying to reach me. Wow. Well, <laughs> yes, I am. Wow. <laughs> so, but that's kind of how it was. It was, this was just such an amazing God thing, because there's no way I should have been able to write these books. Again, no credentials. And here, here I am. It's uh, it's a really interesting story, and you know it's it's a book that um, uh, kind of shares other people's stories and how, as you say, everything is uh, kind of knitted together or reminds us that we're that we're all sort of knitted together. Pick out a couple of um, of the interesting folks that you've talked to. You pick. It's your book. You pick and and tell us uh, maybe a little background on some of those interviews. Well, okay, let's see. They're all so good. Um, Charlie Daniels was probably one of my favorites because he is the nicest man um, around ever. And, you know, after I talked to him, he sent me a uh, card that said, thank you for so, mu so much for including me in your book, Charlie Daniels, personally written note card. And um, several years later, he was at uh, Mystic Lake, and I got a backstage pass. And, you know, people are all in line gushing over Charlie Daniels. And I 
walked up. It was my turn. I walked up to him, and he said, I said, hey, Charlie, you maybe don't remember me, but I interviewed you for my book. How do you know he's real? And his eyes got wide, and he said, oh, of course I remember. And he, um, I had the book just in case he had forgotten. He said, would you mind autographing that for me? And I, I'm kind of getting teary-eyed, and I handed it to him. I have an amazing photograph of me and Charlie Daniels. Um, again, I'm just this, you know, nice girl from uh, Buffalo, Minnesota, and there I am with one of the kings of country music. Um, another really fun conversation was with Kabir Bajabiamila, KGB, because he was here playing, um, the Packers were playing the Vikings, and we went to the game. My husband, Craig, and I went to the game. And um, uh, But before, it was like the day before, they were in town and they, you know, were practicing. And Craig, KGB, and I uh, went for dinner. So we met him at the, um, that was the, what did you call it, the, the old dome. And we walked down the streets of Minneapolis to go out for uh, dinner and KGB is enormous, you know, I don't know, six five, six six, very tall. Um, uh, my husband, he's African American. My husband is six foot two. Um, I'm walking in the middle, and I'm four foot ten. <laughs> and people were laughing. I mean, you could see people snickering and kind of pointing at us. And I, I think he was very famous at the time, KGB. You could tell he was a football player just based on his physique. And so that was really fun. So then we went out for dinner. And again, he had a level of celebrity, but he was just a guy, you know, just a man who had a really cool job and, you know, shared some really special um, special uh, memories with me about how he grew up Muslim and um, and just, you know, what his faith means to him still does. And we, every once in a while, connect on email. And um, he's a really heck of a guy. Nancy Stafford, who I interviewed, and she talked a lot about some of the leading men that she worked with over the years. After our interview, she sent me a pair of earrings that she had made um, that I really treasure. So all kinds of really amazing stories. One of my favorite um, guys who's gotten to be a really good friend of mine, his name is Zorro, and he grew up as a guy named Danny Donnelly. He is now a very, very famous drummer. He legally changed his name to Zorro, Z-O-R-O. I've written a couple of books with him and um, about the music business, but he was uh, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz's drummer, Bobby Brown, Frankie Valli, and really a great guy. I mean, we text, you know, several times a week, talk on the phone. Um, so it's just been a really amazing um, thing. And he talked about growing up very, very, very poor. Um, and the fact that his mother believed in him. And then he played some of the biggest venues in the world because of his mother's faith and because she taught him that he could be anything he wanted to be. 
it kind of amazes. So those are some of my favorite highlights. Yeah, it 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 always uh, amazes me um, when you talk about uh, celebrities, and in this case, uh, those that that have a connection and a real kind of a spiritual side to them. How how many celebrities really? If you can, you know, depending on uh, what level of celebrity they are, if you can cut through their red tape and get to them, uh, in many, many cases, they are among the most down-to-earth people that you'd ever expect. Sure they are. It's just that they have a really cool job. Mm -hmm. And that's, I've talked about that many, many times over the years. You know, one of them, gosh, I wish I could remember who it was. Now, I'm looking at my books but it was someone in my first book, and when at the conclusion of our interview, he said to me, he said, you know, no one has ever asked me that question. No one's, in all the interviews I've done in my career, no one's asked me how I know God is real. No one's asked me about my beliefs. All they care about is, you know, my next movie. I think it was a, an actor. And he said, thank you so much for asking me that question. It has been an honor to share this with you. I said, oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for telling me. The uh, book is How Do You Know He's Real? And the author is with us today, Amy Hammond Hagberg, who is right here in Wright County. Um, And uh, we're going to uh, take just a a quick uh, break here, Amy. So uh, hold on for just one second. We'll uh, get back to uh, talking more about the book. Uh, The program brought to you by The Book Break. And during their January clearance sale, which is now in progress, uh, you can find some great values there, of course, in downtown Maple Lake. They sell new and used paperbacks, sheet music, DVDs, and a whole lot more at The Book Break. And if you're looking for something in particular, you can call ahead or email them, and they'll try what they can to uh, find it for you and get it right here to our location. Uh, If you're looking for local writers, also find a whole bunch of them at the Book Break. You can like them on Facebook, email them at bookbreak20 at gmail.com or call 320-963-1918. The Book Break, selling new and used books in downtown Maple Lake. By the way, their temporary hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 to 4. And, of course, they ask you to wear a mask and follow safety precautions. The KRWC Book Club continues for the month of January. Amy Hammond Hagberg is talking about the book, How Do You Know He's Real? In just a couple of minutes here, we're going to uh, draw for a uh, signed copy of the book and also a gift card from the book break to a lucky listener. And we remind folks that uh, you can sign up for consideration for each month's drawing simply by going to the KRWC webpage at krwc1360.com. And then uh, find the little heading for the book club, and uh, you'll have a place where you can register right on there. Amy, uh, let's uh, quickly wrap up. Did you uh, say that there are more editions of of this book or or further versions of it? Yeah, there's um, the first one, How Do You Know He's Real? And um, that was the first one kind of designed for people of all ages, but uh, more adult-oriented. And then I wrote the next one that is, How Do You Know He's Real? God Unplugged, that has 44 uh, young people sharing their stories. Um, And then I also did My Favorite Christmas, in which I interviewed another group of people 
um, everyone from um, Jerry Jenkins, uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Jimmy Carter, the president, is in here. They're just sharing really fun stories about their favorite Christmas memories. It's kind of a gift book. Um, and then from there, people, if they have a chance, go to amyhagberg.com, and you'll see um, the other books that I've written. Um, got one on the way right now that I'm working on, um, writing a uh, ghostwriting for a woman. So all kinds of fun things. Let's maybe, uh, before we close, uh, talk a little bit about some of your other writing now. Uh, I'm, I'm taking it that all, not necessarily all the books are this kind of an interview-type basis. You have, what, novels and other things uh, to your credit, too? I do, actually, yes. Um, I've written quite a few um, memoirs for people. Probably one of the ones that people are going to know here in town um, is called Facing the Dragon, and David Parnell um, has spoken here in, in uh, the high school many, many times over the years. He was a methamphetamine addict who snapped one day and um, took an SKS assault rifle and put it under his chin and blew his face off and, and lived, <laughs> which is extraordinary. I've written um, several novels. I have one right now that is being pitched it's a historical novel about world war ii that's being pitched to uh publishers um so that's kind of fun i wrote a book too called 100 answers to 100 questions to ask before you say i do and no i did not choose that title because that's too long (laughs) (laughs) but just just some fun questions that uh engaged couples or couples thinking of getting married should talk about things like you know, how you're going to get along with your mother-in-law, finances, that kind of thing. So, yeah, some really fun, fun projects. The one I'm writing right now is a memoir that a a woman contacted me kind of randomly, and she's writing a book about her mother, who is a schizophrenic homeless woman, and, you know, a real happy um, topic again. But what she learned, she learned a lot about the system and how to help people who are mentally ill. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where where I am at right now. Next project after this um, World War II gets off the ground is a book about a spy agency during the Cold War. And I have written books with uh, the man who started the CIA Leadership Academy in the past, and he's kind of hooked me up with some people who know about Project Venona. And that's going to be a really fun project to research. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I always like to ask authors uh, about their writing habits or, or how they uh, write. Some writers try to write every day. Others you know, can lay it down for a while, and then they just have a big burst where they go forward and write like crazy for, you know, two weeks. Uh, Where are you with that? You know, I wish I could say I was one of those people who was very structured. Um, I am not. I do, I work from home, and I have a a fun part-time job at the library, and so that gets me out amongst them, but I kind of write when I'm in the mood. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that you just, I'm not that disciplined. I wish, I really wish I were. Um, 
but I'm kind of deadline oriented. I used to sell Yellow Pages advertising back in the day, and I got used to having to scramble at <laughs> <in> the <laughs> end and write, 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 write. That's kind of how I how I am. Um, you know, interestingly enough, when you write nonfiction, you don't have to have the book finished to pitch it to uh, publishers. Mm-hmm. You have to have several sample chapters. If you write a novel, it has to be done because okay. they're going to want to see, you know, if you can put together a story beginning, middle, and end sure, um, and develop characters. So I kind of just, I'm really great at writing it around midnight, which is wrong probably, but that's <laughs> how the way I was wired. You know, I don't know that there necessarily is a right or wrong way. It's just whatever works for any particular writer. I know a lot of other writers and they'll go, Oh, yes, I wrote 2,000 words today, and I'm just, I'm like, Ugh, I'm so jealous because <laughs> I don't do that, and I wish I did. I'd probably be a lot more productive, but <laughs> you know what? This is, this is me, so, um, and I enjoy writing. I really love to edit other people's work, so um, that's always a, a fun thing for me, and I'm ruthless. Uh, <laughs> I've had people <laughs> go, ooh. That was hard, but thank you for, <laughs> for fixing that for me. Yeah. Well, we're uh, running out of time here, Amy. Um, the book is How Do You Know He's Real? Tell us about where folks can find this uh, and the rest of your, uh, your books. Well, take a peek at my website, Amy Hagberg. That's A-M-Y-H-A-G-B-E-R-G, like old hag, uh, .com. And you'll see the books there. I no longer sell them through my website, but you can find them at, you know, online bookstores everywhere. You can order them um, uh, also through bookstores. I have, um, if uh, they run out of copies at the book break, I do have more copies of How Do You Know He Is Real here and of several of my other titles. They're all traditionally published. I didn't self-publish them, so I have I have some of copies of them here, but take, yeah, take a look at my website. You can see more about some of the people I've spoken with and what my projects look like. Sounds great. We're going to draw right now from entries that we've had via our website on the book club um, page on krwc1360.com. We've had several entries to be uh, considered for uh, drawing for a uh, signed book, and this month's winner is Molly Payne. Molly Payne, I think think for Maple Lake or that area anyway so she's going to get a uh, signed copy of uh, the book and also a gift card from the book break as well so we'll get in touch with Molly and get that all set up and Amy I'm going to turn it over to you to uh, tell us about uh, the book that you're going to recommend for next month all right we're going to switch it up we the last couple of months we've done you know something a little bit more inspirational nonfiction. This month, or the following month here, we're going to um, feature Nate Granzow's book. Oof, I'm so sorry, Nate, if I mispronounced that. Nate Granzow, and the book is called Get Idiota, and it's kind of a quirky, humorous, thriller kind of book, and I think people are going to love it. So again, Get Idiota, I hope that's how you say it, um, I-D-I-O-T-A, Get Idiota, by Nate Granzow. Who is also from Buffalo. So, he is from Buffalo. Yeah. A lot of a lot of writers right around uh, this local area here. So it's uh, it's a great writing community. 
So we'll look forward to uh, talking with Nate about that, and you can uh, get the book in the meantime at all the usual sources, I'm sure, including uh, the book break, and uh, they'll be able to, uh, you want to read ahead on that and get ready for next month's uh, book club here on KRWC. Amy, it was a great pleasure to talk with you, and uh, maybe we can connect again and talk a little bit about uh, other books that you've written and and just uh, conversation in general. You know I'd love to do it, so thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Amy Hammond Hagberg, our guest today. The book, once again, is How Do You Know He's Real? 34 Celebrity Reflections on True Life Experiences with God. Available at the book break and uh, also, of course, many other ways, as Amy was talking about, that you can get a hold of that book. Next uh, month, the third Thursday of February, again, we'll have uh, Nate Granzow on the air with us and uh, his book, and we encourage you to join us then. In the meantime, take a look at the KRWC website and bring up that book club page, and you can uh, get entered for drawings in the future for an autographed copy of a book and a, a gift card. And we encourage you to be with us next month, the third Thursday, for the book club on KRWC.